it's it's something of note for the future if the filmmaker of this film would want to make another survival 70 <laughs> instead of 65 it's 66 <laughs> Welcome to the Discuss and Discuss podcast. Today we'll be talking about 65, the movie 65 with Adam Driver. I'm Kevin. I'm Derek. And this was a movie. It was quite a movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for today. <laughs> Join us next that's right. Like, subscribe, follow us, all the things. <sighs> wow. This so, movie. I did a... not want to watch it. Me neither. Uh, when I saw the trailers and stuff, I thought the idea was cool. But I could already tell, like, I did, I was going to be confused on where it technically was going to try to go with it. And then I saw the runtime was just like an hour and 30 minutes. I was like, okay, yeah, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way this is going to be that great. Yeah, I, I think the concept is cool. You're like, oh, okay, sci-fi. And then you have these dinosaurs that pop up in the film. It's just, the movie is just very one note for me. Cause then it's like, all right, cool. He lands on this planet and then he has to survive the all, like the whole way through. Right. With the, with this little girl. Yeah. That doesn't speak English and that's it. Like <laughs> there's no, we don't feel for the characters really. And it's just him going through a bunch of like physical stuff, but like his gear is so high tech that he can just like mark, mark all of these dinosaurs. Yeah. Like the gun that he had both of them, the rifle had like. I don't know, maybe a hundred bullets just never ran out and it ran on pure electricity or something. <laughs> yeah. And it, it was such an OP thing. Like it's not even a hundred bullets. Like you said, it's like a hundred, like, like uh, force pulse. thingy. Yeah. Like laser, I guess almost. Yeah. It's like Halo's gun, but like better. <laughs> yeah. Without the, the physical bullets. It, it's, it's like it, a concussive it blow. To, it, it was enough to take down that T-Rex at the end or whatever. That like was. three of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the cgi in this movie was probably the best thing about it yeah because <laughs> the dinosaur looks so good it was so good <laughs> each well, one of them and what's interesting is that we mentioned it in previous episodes is that like the cgi is shoddy in mcu but here cgi is really good but the story <laughs> it lacked substance yeah a lot a lot of it and they did their best with the runtime, I guess, because, you know, we get the beginning establishing Adam Driver's relationship with his daughter, and that's kind of, like, the theme throughout the whole thing is, like, how well can he, I guess, be a father to this other little girl <laughs> who's, whose parents died in the crash as well. Yeah. So. But it's not even about that. And not at all. It's so them surviving and then them just having some kind of relationship. That's why I said it's one note. Like, we reach... I don't know the climax of the film the moment he crashes onto the phone or onto that planet because then it's like <laughs> the beginning which is like the first 10 minutes, 10 minutes. <laughs> so it's like all right so this is the climax or i don't know rising action or, or resolution whatever it's just all right so this is going to be the movie for the next 80 minutes yeah him surviving but like the survival things events or whatever aren't interesting enough to make us feel the stakes yeah, it, there's also, it's missing a lot of details that would have helped the stories, like, to me, you know, being the nitpicky person I am, 
the one thing that I got confused on almost right away is after he crash landed, right? He's going through and I guess he's looking for survivors and there's like, you don't really get a sense of time and how long he's been there. Like, I, I guess it shows like daylight once and the rest of the time is at night. And then all of a sudden he tries to record something and he's like, all right, yeah, there's no survivors, send help or whatever. And then he tries to go and like, you know, he thinks about killing himself because he's alone on this planet and he doesn't know what else to do because no one else is alive. And so I was like, okay, did that happen in just like a day or two that he gave up <laughs> almost immediately? Or what's going on here, you know? And it continues to like lack little bits of detail that would have just really helped the movie. I don't know. It was, it was like missing something for sure. It's a lot of details actually. Cause then have you seen the Martian with uh, Matt Damon? No, I'm not. Oh, anyways. I just so, know he poops, right? He, he uses his own poop to grow. plants. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause it's compost. Yeah. Um, but anyways, the, so he gets stranded on Mars, but he does, he does like those video logs. So it's like day 17 or whatever, still no communication or something like that. Yeah. Just that small detail right there for Adam driver's character in, in this movie would have helped us feel how long he's been there, but they don't have that. So like, I'm like you, I'm like, oh, so he crash landed and then he went through this thing this whole journey emotional journey already yeah in like two days right like, yeah we don't know like <laughs> yeah we don't know so it's... we don't have any sympathy for him and how long he stayed there because we don't know how long he's been there yeah that's <laughs> we don't care about any of the characters really yeah sadly like the whole survival aspect is also kind of interesting because it's just them against the elements mm -hmm. versus like them being hungry and starving looking for food or whatever like that's interesting a part of survival is how do they look for certain foods and there's a really cool scene in my opinion where like he you know she's throwing berries at him and then he grabs the berries and like it analyzes the berry somehow like by putting it in that thing then he's like don't eat these berries like they're bad for you i was like oh cool okay so now we know like there's there actual poisonous things out there and then i was like okay are you going to look for something that is edible? You know, like show me something like, <laughs> I don't know more about this planet too. Yeah. It's also, you know, like, um, those survivor shows or bear grills or like even on TikTok or YouTube, you like to follow those like survival type of guys that are just really good at camping and just makeshifting things. Bushcrafting. Bushcrafting. Yeah watching them is more interesting than watching this film <laughs> yeah. and it's it's something of note for the future if the filmmaker of this film would want to make another survival 70 <laughs> instead of 65 it's 66 <laughs> <laughs> but what's interesting is that like they're in a survival list type of element but we don't have any survival things that um that people are actually interested in so like if he took that analyzer thingy and then started to have a scene where they're actually trying to um analyze things that are safe and not safe that would have been interesting to watch yeah versus actually it'd be cool to have the little girl kind of do it in like the very um primitive way of doing it Ooh. And then Adam Driver's character comes in. He's like, oh, I got this. Right, right. Analyze and then it's done. 
Yeah, that's the other thing. Koa, the little girl, we don't know her background at all. Yeah. Except for that she's a different race than him because, you know, she's speaking a different language. And so they don't understand each other. And to me, this aspect did not help the movie. Like, nope. I understand that they did this so that there's like... Communication barrier? Yes. So there's like a challenge between them. They overcome it. It didn't work just because like there's no other details to who she is and whatever. It's just like we know she wants to go home and see her parents again but you know adam driver's character mills lies to her like you know yeah and tries to communicate and i don't know it was just so weird to not know much about her Mm -hmm. besides that you know and like try to we're only find sympathy for her because she's a child yeah like they're trying to shoehorn that in like feel sorry for her because she's a helpless little child but i think i like the idea that if she is from a different or she is a different race and she doesn't have the technology that adam driver does therefore like her um knowledge is still primitive so then like it'd be cool to see her try to live in this wild through her primitive methods and then adam driver's character because of all the high-tech gear he has can just come in and be like oh you don't have to do this just do this yeah and just that small interaction would help their relationship to be the surrogate daughter or father to one another yeah, like showing her a lot more of the world and how to do things and then see her be able to do those things herself. That would have been a lot more impactful to their relationship in this movie. Like, I don't understand why they were on this mission in the first place. They didn't really explain it, right? Like, Well, just... so they're on a different mission, but there was that accident on the ship yeah. and then they crashed to this planet. Right, but we don't know why they were sending people across the oh yeah yeah i don't know that either yeah yeah right okay i thought it was we don't know the (laughs) yeah we don't know the actual initial mission we just know that there was a mission and then it just got thrown off course and therefore Mm -hmm. landed on this planet and a majority of people died yeah but again like we don't know who those people are let's say they were like refugees and they're trying to find a new habitable planet like that would have at least added to the story be like oh damn that sucks that all these people died the fact that these people died in, you know, a cryostasis, like, I honestly didn't care. <laughs> I was just like, that sucks, bro. Sorry that you're on this planet. But like, what's worse is that it's not just the people that are in cryostasis and that died upon the crash. It's also like the crew, like the crew. We don't even know how many people were on his crew. Yeah. First like, was off, it just him? Yeah. And then if there was a big crew and there was like this big civilization that he was carrying with him on this ship, like there's no reach out from like their superior like <laughs> wouldn't the head chief or general or whatever the one that ordered the mission be like yo how come you guys have, haven't contacted us back or yeah i think it's fine because you know like we see the meteors like hit the the ship and stuff and then if adam driver's character would have been like oh damn it i can't believe that hit the the comms thing or it showed like comms or radar damage you know like that would have made sense too to give us a little bit more and we talked about you know giving more respect to the audience that we can piece things together there's nothing to piece together here we just know that there's a mission he took and because of that mission he left his daughter and he knew his daughter was sick like that's like the only motive for that piece of story yeah i put down on my notes how what do you think would make this movie better and i think (laughs) that like if beginning scene we Sure, we have that little relationship thing with his daughter, and then there's like two different routes you can take this. Like, 
we can actually make Adam Driver's character be a shit father, and then he leaves on this mission on a sour note with his daughter, and then through the days being stranded on this planet, now we see the story isn't about him surviving. It's kind of, it's more so a story about him dealing with his guilt and regret of how he treated his daughter before he either escapes or dies on this planet, which yeah. is kind of more interesting than survive dinosaurs. But <laughs> all of my weapons got this. Yeah. <laughs> so I, one significant change I probably would have done is instead of having the beginning sequence be him with his family on the beach put that after he crashes so we have the scene where he's in the ship you know and maybe he's doing some regular things or whatever and then a meteor hits the the ship it says you know comms are broken the radar is broken he tries to steer it away he goes and crash lands on this planet he passes out and when he passes out then we get the clip of a, a flashback of his family or whatever he wakes up and then he goes looking for other people right from there then everything else can unfold the way it technically did <laughs> while we're adding a little bit more you know detail to whatever it is you know that to me would have made it a little bit better to be like okay cool now again let's incorporate too like why he went on this mission it's like i'm i chose to do this mission not just because it's tripling his salary but also you know i'm transporting some refugees or something over to a safe haven safe haven that would have been cool to be like, oh, dude, he's working for a goodish company or whatever, and he has noble intentions. Then it's like, cool. And the duality of his character, too, would have been like, he's a neglectful father. To be like, hey, I'm choosing this mission because I have to do this thing. Like, I don't want to leave you, but I have to to transport these people. Then it's like, whoa, okay. Like, this dude seems like a really cool dude. And then we find out, again, his daughter dies, and then you feel bad for him. And that's why he's also, like, closed off... Uh, of being a father figure to Koa. Mm -hmm. And again, they have those survival moments where it's like not just them surviving the dinosaurs, but where do we find food? You know, how are we going to purify this water type of thing? Or, you know, stuff like that. Like that would have made the, the movie a lot more interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, he, they just needed to have that stronger bond between him and his daughter. And then did she die? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like her, his actual daughter died of whatever sickness. Yeah. Like. That sickness. So then we needed just more impact from that. That way he he wants Koa, he wants to do better as a father to Koa, yeah. you know, and then Koa will be the surrogate father or surrogate daughter. Exactly. But yeah, it is. <laughs> we don't get any of that. <laughs> well, you know, we don't even care about both of those characters. Like, you know, they don't, inter Koa doesn't interact with Adam Driver's character enough to be like, oh yeah, we like her. Yeah. Not more than the, uh, actual daughter you know <laughs> true. and i would say the the girl who plays koa uh, ariana greenblatt she is good yeah uh, i think she has a very bright future it's just they should have gave her a lot more to work with yeah like dialogue that yeah. is not in a different language yeah and just her learning would like if it was like a whole sentence you know cool whatever and also like we didn't also have mills learning her language yeah or trying to interact with her in that way. I think he has like one line where he says something that is in her language. But that's not enough. You know, like show us connections that they're learning each other's language. They're learning about. Or trying to find. A, well, he was trying to communicate with her by like doing all these things that you would try to do to get someone to understand you. But I don't know. I don't think that works because that would be a different culture. 
Yeah. Again, just trying to learn each other's language would have been just the easiest way to go about it. And be like, you know, where she says, he says family and he says home, right? And she says family and home and then say it in his language or her language. Then he repeats it after her and then uses that later on to be like home or whatever. That would have been more interesting too. She did. That would have added to the, the She did say family later on. <laughs> she did, but he did not. I know, but like it doesn't really matter. Like even though she did say that one line, <laughs> like the the relationship between them two doesn't matter. Yeah, it, there's zero impact. Like in the beginning, when she's kind of like messing with him by throwing shit at him at the back, that was in a way cute, I guess, as like a little child that's trying to like entertain. But that interaction needed to continue throughout the film where like now she's no longer annoying. She's trying to be helpful, like trying to be part of the survival um, team, yeah. I guess. And then, you know, I don't know. Is that physical stuff that we don't we didn't have with the with Joel and Ellie either in The Last of Us? Right. It, there's also so many moments where Adam Driver, well, I guess Mills gets fucked up. Like, you know, he, like, dislocates his shoulder. He, like, you know, does a bunch of other stuff. So going back into your point, if, like, let's say she knew some more primitive, like, ways of, like, healing or whatever, or mm. we could have seen a moment where maybe she fixes his shoulder for him, right? Yeah. He doesn't know how. Or when he... Or it's a wound and she he doesn't have any, like, uh, antibiotics or something, but she knows, like, plants or something. Well, she's on a different planet, so that wouldn't make sense. Well, something to, like, heal him in, in like, yeah. actionable. It would have been more so, like, if he, like, broke an ankle or sprained his ankle, and then she used, like, a piece of wood and then saw, like, a vine or something and then is able to, like, wrap up, like, like the practical in that sense. Like, that would have helped, too. You know, to be like, oh, she actually knows some shit. Like, something. She's, like, useful. Pretty much anything. <laughs> anything. <laughs> because, because she didn't do anything. She um well mills is an op character and then he it doesn't make sense that he would fall into a, a quick sand is that quick sandy muddy thing you could be like oh he's in a rush to chase after koa and he's like no dude this dude is so tactful tactful that like this would be the least weakness or you know mm. I would actually, in that moment, I would disagree because his uh, alertness or whatever, his fight or flight is going to save Koa. So he's blinded by like the action to try to save her. And he didn't realize that that was quicksand. And if you've seen quicksand in real life, and I've only seen it once, I can't remember where, but I remember that it looks like regular ground. So you can't really tell that that's like a quicksand thing unless, uh, you notice that it's like slightly like different color, but when you're running and your adrenaline's eye up, I can see like again like he jumps over a log and then jumps right into the quicksand. The thing I didn't understand is like for him to be as resourceful as he is, he didn't know how to get out of quicksand. Yeah, exactly. Like that's like the main thing. Yeah. That's my main thing too. Like if we keep or if you logically accept this quicksand moment, then it's like okay, he should be able to get out of this. That's what bothered me. It's like he was shouting for Koa and if Koa wasn't there to lend him that tree or to pull him out, then he's he's dead. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense to me because that's why I say his character is OP because he's overcoming all of these obstacles very easily. 
not very easily he is in pain but he does overcome it like all of his broken bones or whatever and he like pops it into place and he doesn't need koa mm -hmm. so yeah, it's <laughs> and because up to this moment which is like the final act of the film pretty much he doesn't have any sort of he didn't teach koa anything so like he, <laughs> yeah, yeah so like he just gave no... him those bombs like that was like the only one where he's like he's like boom <laughs> yeah and so there's no relationship where all right there's gonna be a moment where we need koa to save him and we're, we would believe it easily the only part that we actually saw that she was actually super resourceful was when you know he pushed her up on the rocks and she left for a long time and he's like hey koa koa you okay and then it turns out she was wrapping the rope around so that it was strong enough to hold him up mm -hmm. like that was the only time she was actually like super resourceful oh and i guess when she found the bone and she dipped it in the poison berry or whatever the only thing is that that had no effect on the end where she stabbed the dinosaur with it. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter. Like, yeah, if, if she's a... going to stab it in the eye, then it's just going to get burned up anyway. There's no reason for her to put the, the berries on there. They had um, too many. So that's what made me not like that quicksand moment, too. It's like the convenience of it mm -hmm. was too um, blatantly obvious that the writer needed to put that there in order for to get like Koa, like to make Koa relevant mm. without the earned relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm so they it. incorporated all like the primitive stuff that we we're talking about where Koa kind of learns stuff and does stuff with Mills. Then we would believe that she's capable of leveling up to this person where Mills is going to need her to save him some point. Yeah. Anyways, at that final shot where it's like, the geyser just like straight up burns up that t-rex <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> like why so not only did it eliminate that berry moment for exactly. koa it, it's just like okay why was koa even part of this movie <laughs> <laughs> oh geez it was it's a lot of tough moments but i will give it one praise and the fact that there's good cgi that's it. Okay, so two praises. <laughs> at, good, at good CGI, we looked it up. It had a budget of like 45 mil or something like that. 25 uh, went to Adam Driver's <laughs> actor. Not true. We don't know. But it probably went just straight to Adam Driver's acting. And then the rest of the budget was probably um, like just focusing on how to drive a movie. Drive. <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> with just about five characters technically four but with five characters because we all we have is mills koa naveen who's played by koe coldman which is also she was also in D, D, which is kind of funny we watch those movies back to back at least i did yeah and then we have uh nika king uh who's naveen's mom like that's there's only four characters in this and if it was written better like that was enough to like it would have been enough to drive the story forward. What this felt like to me is, do you remember that old, uh, what is it, that Will Smith and uh, Jaden Smith movie? Oh, After Earth? Yeah, that's yeah. what it feels like. <laughs> like, it, like no substance. Bro, they probably didn't like it. <laughs> They're like, hey, watch watch After Earth for homework. <laughs> oh then, my gosh. And then write dude. this movie. <laughs> so bad, dude. Yeah, uh, it's just, it was fine. I won't watch this again. <laughs> It's bad dude <laughs> it's just 
the thing is that you don't even feel anything when you watch the movie you're just like wow adam driver is a good actor but there's no story justification for that emotional um impact but it is still authentic and it's still like real because adam driver is a good actor but story-wise if you break it down and then you're like how did he even find the source for all of this you know what i mean right because it's not injected in the story yeah and you as an audience member is missing that <laughs> there's also like how did he know that the other half was on top of the mountain do you remember that did he look it up or was know. it like on the thing the radar like see that i can't even remember that how did he know the other half was there and then if he already knew the other half was there like that moment where he like tries to like kill himself and whatever like kind of doesn't make sense because he could have just went to the escape pod himself and then gotten out that's what, yeah that's why i said like he's an op character but the it's almost like the writer like uh shot themselves in the foot by making an op character by giving it no flaws and then it's like oh shoot i gotta put in obstacles here otherwise mm -hmm. he's gonna overcome everything which he does anyways so it's like <laughs> ridiculous it's not that you can't make a good story with an op character it's just that like your obstacles need to make sense <laughs> yeah like john wick yeah <laughs> like well, john wick is an op character he but his own. obstacles are like other assassins yeah that are supposedly as good as him yeah. but but he's blue locking them and just leveling up on the spot <laughs> you can make an op character interesting just not like this <laughs> yeah because that's true though like if he already knew that there was another escape pod why didn't he just like make a beeline straight there and he knew everyone was dead he didn't find the like koa Unfortunately, like in, in actuality, right? Let's say he, he, he just ditched Koa. He wouldn't have known. He yeah. wouldn't have felt bad because he had he wouldn't have known Koa was still alive. True. And then unfortunately It was mere coincidence. That's that's yes. the thing. Like there's too many coincidences. One the Geisher and then the quicksand and then bumping into Koa and then realizing that there is a survivor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh also there's a weird scene that like, you know, when they're in the cave and he gets woken up by whatever it was i think thunder the a roar or something and then he looks over at koa and then oh, koa and has like a bug in her mouth oh yeah that like centipede thingy a parasite and then he kills it with something and, and then it popped right and then she woke up yeah so i was like so if it's alive she can't wake up and then you only have to kill it <laughs> the way it died too was weird because it like popped so now all the juice is like in her mouth yeah which and then is she wakes up and spits it all out and uh that it, scene was weird too i was like was it not in her mouth still like the body see too many coincidences too many coincidences why why did he wake up <laughs> <laughs> she would have been dead that would have been a more exciting film oh he wakes up and then ko is dead wow yeah see and then then move forward <laughs> and, well, and then he fell twice yeah because then well by that point he didn't know that his daughter died yet right no he did he i think did? he knew while he was on the ship oh okay so yeah, he would fail twice. Yeah. He would fail his daughter, and then he'd fail Koa. Koa. That would have been a whole different kind of movie, though. If he like failed twice, like what do you? How would you have ended that? Let's say Koa did die. So he he goes to the escape pod, or he's like his body is telling him to like his survival instinct is telling him to go to the escape pod, but mentally and spiritually he's dying because he failed. So now, like as we see him cross this trek towards the escape pod he's contemplating of just ending it mm. does he though in, in your version yeah nice yeah and that's it because he can't there's nothing like he can't win 
Yeah, like see, American movies need no need a little bit more bleak endings because Japanese culture, a lot, also a lot of European movies, like show that part of life where not everything has、mm-hmm. a happy ending. So、well, that would have been more interesting. And the thing too is like, it's not that he like offs himself per se. It is not like oh he makes it to the escape pod. He's heading towards the direction, just like as a trajectory physically, but. I think the way he like ends himself is like he's in a survival mode, and it's that point where he knows he can win versus this T Rex,、mm. and he decides not to. Or, or what if he's so distraught in that moment where he's continuing to try to survive, and then he makes a fatal mistake? Yeah, a fatal mistake. Yeah, like he goes through and he runs in like uh you know trying to save himself off of this like T Rex or whatever, right? Goes into the、uh, the geyser part and then forgets actually that the geysers are there and so he lures the T Rex to a spot that he let's say set up a trap beforehand and then the geyser blows up and it takes them both out <laughs> something like that I don't know this movie's tough <laughs> <laughs> well it depends、uh, if you want him if you want him to fail by his own mistake then it'd be different I think it'd be so that. He misread like it's some sort of data or something like that.、Mm. We can still go with the geyser thing. Maybe、yeah. he like misplaced the geyser position in his mind. Yeah. And yeah. as he's like running towards it, and so at this point he would have like zero bullets, zero bombs. He has no gear. He just knows where the escape pod is, and that's his direction. So he's leading the、uh, T Rex, the final T Rex. Let's just say the final mm-hmm, T Rex, mm-hmm. and then he's. Put pretty much、um, putting it all on this card, where the T Rex is gonna get got by this geyser, and he leads them to the geyser. But he misread it, therefore the geyser is not gonna pop up, and then he has to fight this T Rex with his fist. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously he's gonna fail,、okay. and and get caught. <laughs> He just he just puts up the dupes and he's like, all right, let's、yeah. go. <laughs> that would have been a better film. Well,、um, you know, in, at that moment, you see the realization in his face that is like, oh shoot, there are no more geysers or whatever. So there's like that realization in his face where it's like, all right, this is all I got. Well, actually, and then he puts up his fist and then gets eaten. Scratch all that. I, this might be a little bit better. What if he did defeat that last T Rex? Same thing, gate through the geyser or whatever. And then he goes back to the escape pod, and then instead of pushing to go, he has a moment of hesitation. He knows he failed. Kuko is dead now, in this version, and then he just sits in the escape pod and then lets the asteroids take him out. That would be a lot more like a little bit more dreary to be like, all right, he still went through all this effort to destroy this dinosaur and stuff, and then in the end, what takes him is the fact that he has like this guilt over losing his daughter and then losing Koa. Well, yeah, that was going to be my original one. I was just trying to make your, your my my version work. Yeah, yeah, because you wanted him to fail out of his mistake, but yeah, versus、um, like staying there. Well, yeah, the reason why staying there works is because I already established that he's an OP character, so it wouldn't make sense that he would fail. So, him deciding to stay, even though he overcame everything already, is more powerful because he realized that he's a failure. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and that's why it'd be jury because like he's he has the option to survive、yeah. and live, yeah, yeah. but he chooses not to. That's better. So the asteroid thing could work too. Like he just hops into the pod and he's like, he's like, oh dude, what if he like 
starts out the pod and then we follow him up to the sky and it's almost like we think that he's gonna escape but he's actually directing his flight into the asteroid Ooh. oh okay, okay. Yeah, so he's not trying that. to save the earth or anything he's just trying to die yeah he's heading he straight into, like he's yeah. ready to go oh yeah that's a good that would have been way more interesting too yeah just be like, like that like a surprise ending is probably what this movie needed well they also needed to kill koa yes, like yeah. we said <laughs> but that's the surprise but <laughs> <laughs> all right done put it in the books put it in the books <laughs> all right uh now that we know that adam can elevate a very poorly written script do you think he can pull off Reed Richards? Ooh, this one I'm torn on. So there's a rumor that he's going to be Reed Richards. No, it's actually confirmed. Oh, confirmed. Uh, I, I think I sent you the thing because, uh, uh, yeah. Well, regardless, do you think he... <laughs> I, I'm torn on this because I really like Adam Driver as an actor. Yeah. However, as Reed Richards, Fantastic Four, I'm hesitant on it. I just can't see it yet, you know? And I hope maybe that's the good thing about it is just because, like, he can add his, add his own spin on it. It's not going to be exactly, like, maybe the comic version, which is fine if it's done right. Well, I think what's interesting, too, is, like, I think most people are more caught up on his look because he doesn't look like a Reed Richards. Yeah, that's me. Whereas his acting level, you're just like, I think he can do it. Yes. But he wouldn't be your first choice for casting Mr. Fantastic based on looks. I mean, everyone's always like, um, what's his face? John Krasinski. And I'm like, uh, he's a little, like we haven't seen his level of acting yet. And mm -hmm. his Mr. Fantastic in the multiverse of madness was very poor. Mm -hmm. Like, come on. <laughs> Have you seen him in, uh, was it Jack Ryan? Not Jack Ryan, but I also saw him in, um, 13 hours of Benghazi. Yeah. So he can do serious, right. but I don't know if he pulls off into like the way, uh, the first Mr. Fantastic dude did it. Yeah. Yeah. He was really good. Yeah. I forget his name too. Uh, Miles Teller did not do well. Oh, <laughs> God, that, the whole, that I won't, we won't get into that Fantastic Four film because he was the, it was just the trashiest film I've ever seen. Actually, I didn't even watch most of it. I just remember going through about, 15 minutes of it and i was like no nah, i'm done they wasted michael b jordan as the human torch yeah that was the only good and kate mara yeah. as sue storm she was fine uh the person who played the thing he was also good they just did not make the thing look good yeah the thing looked for sure weird and miles teller is such a weird choice for mr fantastic because he does not radiate intellect <laughs> like he well like the way mr fantastic would know what i'm saying like sure, yeah. he, he's supposed to be a genius like a, well when you look at miles taylor you're not gonna be like oh that's a scholar mm -hmm. know what i'm saying so if we're going off of appearance miles taylor is a good actor like he his performance in whiplash was really good but like even in whiplash he doesn't come off like a scholar right he comes off like a just like a, a frat boy sure he always has like that frat boy feel to me Especially in Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which he was good in. Yeah, he's good. That's a really good movie. <laughs> yeah. But you don't believe him as a scholar. Mm -hmm. So for sure, though, Adam Driver should play Severus Snape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the rumored Harry Potter. So that's why, like, for me, him taking on Reed Richards, I, I don't think he's going to go the route of... Yeah, see... Yeah. That's tough because he can't be part of multiple franchises at the same exactly. time. So, like, if 
Oh man, that sucks. Cause then we kind of, we, we do want him as Severus Snape. <laughs> yeah. But if he plays Mr. Fantastic, he can't. Yeah. And again, we don't know when the Harry Potter series is actually going to come out. Could be two or three years from now. And let's say the, the next Fantastic Four movie bombs. <laughs> but the thing too, is that like, they're probably planning for the uh, Fantastic Four to kind of lead this next phase oh, yeah. because it's Fantastic Four plus X-Men and who better off to lead this franchise than a top tier actor. So you, I can see why they casted Adam Driver. He's the only one that's like probably on par with like RDJ, Chris Evans. Mm -hmm. And you know, like you yeah, need that yeah. top tier actor to kind of lead the franchise. True. Like he, and Tom Holland's not there yet. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, him as Kylo Ren, mm -hmm. he showed exactly what he can do and that he can carry a franchise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, when you watch that recent trilogy, you watched it for Adam Driver anyways. And Daisy. Well, I don't know about Daisy. Daisy. Really. They they shafted <laughs> all those characters. Oh, for sure. It's like so bad. Yeah. Like uh, John Boyega's character should have been a Jedi. Oh, bro, like he should have for he sure. deserved to be a Jedi. For sure, we needed more lightsaber battles. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. They gave us like some of the coolest lightsabers, but then like didn't do much with it. Yeah, the choreo for the lightsaber stuff was whack. <laughs> but Adam Driver, Mister Fantastic, huh? I mean, well, I'll wait for it though. I I want to give him the hope that he's able to bring this to life and like kind of redefine Reed Richards, you know, for the MCU. I think he can do it. It's just it's gonna be different to to see his version. Do you think they're gonna cut his hair? I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's the first. Yeah, I think that's the first thing that they're gonna cut. I think once we see him with that new cut, like a whole different kind of okay. the more a more scholarly looking cut, then I think people will be more on board with it. What if they just man bund it? <laughs> Gross, dude. And then try to make him more hipster. <laughs> I don't think he would allow it to be honest. I it doesn't seem like that, huh? Because like, Adam Driver is a dedicated like character actor, mm -hmm. so like I don't think he would do a man bun for Mr. Fantastic. Okay, just but funny, <laughs> but it would turn people off. It would confirm that you are. It would confirm your hesitance on him as Mr. Fantastic, or at least the writers, right? Because like they would have been like, all right, Reed Richards is going to be a hipster genius dude. It's like, why? <laughs> Gross. And then Adam Driver would just have to go along with it, for the most part. Oh man, I don't know, man. That's one disgusting. It, it, if you even look at the comics, <laughs> yeah, there's at all. You're just like, why? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, like me being a comic book nerd too, like that's why it's so difficult. Smartest man alive, and you yes. want him to have a man bun? Different universe. <laughs> that's like just say it's a different thing that's taking a step back on like that title yeah that's almost like hey smartest man alive by the way john krasinski is gonna get got in the next scene by announcing all the things that anyways <laughs> <laughs> we just just all right overanalyzing but it should be good well no like do you remember that scene john krasinski was like this is black bolt and yeah <laughs> it pretty much announced his power right in front of Scarlet Witch, and then she knows how to defeat him now. Yeah, which is so funny. Smart, like, smartest man alive, and he got turned to spaghetti. 
But that scene where they all get murked by her was really dope. <laughs> but it doesn't showcase like the capacity of each hero, which yeah. is they emphasized Captain America a little bit with yeah. the shield, but like that's Captain America that's like tactful and stuff. But Captain Marvel and Mr. Fantastic why would Fan why would Mr. Fantastic be in the front line when his power is not a uh offensive it's right. yeah it's, it's not an offensive type of move or power and scarlet witch has like um pretty much like telekinetic you know witchy powers she's omnipotent and uh i do i mean that's really to showcase how ruthless and powerful she was but i do agree like, but she has far range abilities which means yeah. if she has far range you don't attack her yeah. in close range because you can't even get close to her yeah if he uses arms like a slingshot <laughs> with boulders yeah. with boulders yeah or anything or captain marvel just launch captain marvel to scarlet witch's face yeah i don't like that captain marvel got crushed to me that that wouldn't kill captain marvel you know no nope. it would uh, the fact that uh, captain america got sliced in half that that makes sense that's a jaw dropper you know you need more of that mm-hmm <laughs> Or like when, how she destroyed Black Bolt. That was pretty crazy too. Oh, using his own power against him. Yeah. And then just... Couldn't he? Yeah. Either way, like, Captain Marvel is way stronger than that, especially in Endgame yeah. when she's like flying through those gigant- gigantic ships yeah. <laughs> that Thanos has. Yeah. So you think like dropping a giant pill on her would kill her? Like, no. He's like, um... <laughs> she's flown through metal. Like, <laughs> like she... Thanos literally took a power stone, punched her in the face, and she's good. <laughs> I mean, she got launched, but Thanos needed a power stone to do that. Yeah, sure. That pillar doesn't have a power stone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> who would round out Adam Driver's Mr. Fantastic anyways? I was just about to ask you that. Like, Who do you think would be, obviously, his co-star in... Uh, you know, invisible his supporting cast yeah. invisible woman we have human torch and then um the it, thing. it's just weird because adam driver is so top tier that like you would need other top tier people so like the rumored casting is margot robbie for sue storm oh god i, I hate that i'm okay with that she's she could do it i think she would be a good cast for it would she want to do it i don't think so because she was already in dc you know as harley quinn for a while well she probably enjoyed working with james gunn so she probably doesn't mind coming back now but if it was continuing in the same direction as it was before prior to james gunn then she'd probably be out but at the same time she's not really harley quinn anymore because uh the reboot of dc plus uh that joker second movie with what's her face Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. Yeah. So. I'm fine with that, honestly. Margot Robbie as Sue Storm. Yep. Human Torch. I have a really good one in mind that's really left field. I kind of. Zac Efron. (laughs) (laughs) That would be pretty good, though. Uh, Because it has to be someone who's like, you know, Sue's brother, obviously. But also on par with Adam Driver and Margot Robbie. And, I had a pretty good one, but and these two have led their own films before, so you need somebody that has led their own film. So, Zac Efron. Zac Efron's a good one. 
<laughs> my left field one. Okay. And I know he's in a bit of a controversy, but for different reasons. Adopted brother to Sue Storm. Steven Yun. <laughs> Steven Yun. Steven Yun. Different one, we have a different race, right? So it's not yeah. just like some big buff dude for like the thing, right? It's not a, a, like a thing kind of thing. But Steven Yun, he's again adopted brother for Sue Storm. For story purposes. For story purposes. And then, <laughs> yeah, like he'd be a really good human torch because we saw his ability to kind of like kind of play that character in invisible or in invincible oh yeah yeah he was really good at, you know as that character in invincible and just take a little bit of that put it into the human torch but a little bit more cocky you know yeah i mean you get to see a little bit of his cockiness in um beef yes so that's what i, I kind of envisioned too you know yeah i don't mind this at all like it's just tough to you know how they try to do that in the in the prior reboot of fantastic four with michael b jordan mm -hmm. and then it's like we don't even know if it worked first of all because yeah. like one we don't know like the movie was failing on a multitude of things yeah. <laughs> so we don't know if like that uh casting a different race worked yeah and the thing is like i love going that direction though you know, and like bring a little bit more diversity, obviously to the cast and stuff like that. But this one, like, kind of makes sense to me. The other person I had in mind too is uh, Dacker Montgomery. Hopefully, I'm saying his name right. He's the Red Ranger. Yeah, he's Ranger. also in Stranger Things. Yeah, I think that would be a better casting, to be honest, because he just radiates hot. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point good point good point okay uh, but also i think um now you don't have to do like it's easy to just say that they're siblings because then now he'd be on par with margot robbie yeah and he's a really good actor too he is and yeah. he might this would be a cool shot for him to kind of retake that superhero. franchise superhero type of role because mm -hmm. power rangers failed but it wasn't because of him no not at all and i can see like if this fantastic four works out the Human Torch does have a very prominent role in mm -hmm. other franchises, like, you know, hint, hint, Spider-Man. Yeah. You could be in, like, a new Spider-Man one, or I think Deadpool also has, like, a, a relationship with him. See, so I don't mind the Steven Yun thing, but I want him to be a, his own hero as a different character. Mm. Not, oh. human, not Human Torch. Um, So here's a really good one. So the thing, I think Zac Efron would make a very <laughs> interesting thing. As the thing? Dude. Yeah. Right, like he could bring like his quirkiness and stuff in there, but also have like a little bit more serious tone because of his him being a very good-looking dude. What if he played off of that as the thing? Oh but yeah, now yeah. he gets turned into like you something know, ugly. Yeah, yeah. Now we get more character with him too. Exactly, and then he gets to really showcase his acting abilities, which he has. You know, mm -hmm. um, yeah, that would be really cool. I don't mind it. Nice, because uh, that's kind of what Matt Bomer does in Doom Patrol. Yes. And Matt Bomer is like an extremely handsome dude. He's almost, he has no right being that handsome. <laughs> I hate him for it. Like when he was in, uh, what's that show? White Collar? Yeah. The, the dude just captures the scene. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta leave some of the handsomeness to other people. He's, yeah, he's extremely handsome. And, but in Doom Patrol, he plays that invisible dude yeah. or invisible man. And he has his face wrapped. So. Good work. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now he doesn't like he can actually flex his acting chops without his look. Yeah. Now everyone's so focused on the look. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you know, it'd be cool if they do go that route and uh, Zac Efron as the thing. And then prior to them getting their powers, yeah, sure, we get to see Zac Efron and Zac Efron's face and handsomeness. And then we get more story time with the thing when he's going through like, like his whole life, his identity was based on his attractiveness. But now, who is he without all that? Uh, One other person who could do this too, and I kind of wish he would make more of a prominent comeback, Channing Tatum. Oh yeah, Channing Tatum might be good too. Yeah, he might be a little bit better because he has like that... He has like a really good duality to him where he, again he's super funny he's also yeah. like he could play a really good douchebag but you know like when something turns on him like yeah channing tatum <laughs> he, yeah he would be a really good thing because of his duality he's able to go in and you know portray like a dude that was really in tune and confident in his looks but now that he's stripped away of his looks who is he underneath it true uh, i'm just trying to like kind of like picture the chemistry in my mind so adam driver margot robbie and then we stick with dacker montgomery Mm -hmm. and channing tatum yeah all white people but all white people it's fine it's fine it's fine for the fantastic four in this case because yeah i think they could do a good job the only problem like see the out of all this cast it's actually adam driver like doesn't seem to like somewhat fit in you know with that casting so yeah. like even even when it's like margot robbie and adam driver do you see that no not even that that's tough for me that's tough because mm-hmm. the other thing like the thing is supposed to be best friends with reed richards uh-huh. so i'm also picturing channing tatum and adam driver like that dynamic works in my head really channing tatum and adam driver yeah like i think they can have like the the chemistry to play off of each other really well because we've seen adam driver when he is comedic and you kind of have to have that with channing tatum as well you know kind of play off like bro-ish a little bit but yeah i guess it just depends on what kind of um comedy you want yeah because then yeah in a way oh man we haven't seen dacker montgomery do comedy you know that's true he's been like very serious toned so we know he can do that yeah that means oh man we might have to back. Hmm. I, th- I think he does have the chops for it. Like, I think Power Rangers, I guess that was still more serious, huh? Yeah, because the Power Rangers one, they, they took a very serious tone and he didn't really get any jokes per se. So I know Channing Tatum can bring that bro type of joke stuff because we've seen it in like 21 Jump Street and whatnot. Yeah. But then the Human Torch is kind of funny too. Yeah. But like, in a cocky like level. Chris Evans has to come, like, should come back to play. Dude, Chris Evans already nailed that role. He was so good as so, Human Torch. He's so good they brought him back to play Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Like, I can't even, like, picture anyone else besides Chris Evans. Yeah, he he did a good oh. job with that role. You know, I just, I think Jonathan Majors would have been a good Human Torch, too. I mean, he is a good actor. Yeah. He's just, he's... he's just a, He's Kang. terrible person. He's Kang. <laughs> I mean, Josh Brolin played two characters. <laughs> well, you don't see his face, though. Yeah, Thanos. Thanos is like a CGI. Yeah. 
True. And then Cable is his face. <laughs> so true, 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 true. So that's why it, he he's the exception. Not everyone can do that. Okay. Oh, um, we just talked about him, uh, Reggie. Oh, Reggie has the Human Torch. Or the thing. I think he would be good in either one. Cause, uh, I think I like him more as Human Torch. Yeah, because if he plays a similar character to how he was in Grey Man, that could work. But again, make him a little bit more cocky. Make him a little bit more charming. Which he... Oh, he, he dude, he, he can. Yeah. Charming, easy. Yeah, he could do that easy. <laughs> but yeah. And he's funny. And you know he's funny because Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> so he would probably be a really good Human Torch. Yeah. And then maybe we do like, yeah. And then we have to save Dacker Montgomery for something else. Yeah. Hold on, hold off on that for hold now. Hold on, yeah. And then the thing, I'm still having trouble picturing Channing Tatum being a bro with Adam Driver. Yeah, it's it's weird, right? Like when you think about the thing itself, Adam Driver or sorry, uh, Channing Tatum works. Even Zac Efron works as the thing. Mm-hmm. But with Adam Driver. Who would match Adam Driver's bro? Bro. Oh, man. That's tough. tough. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I guess we'll have to leave him for now, and if it comes to us later. Matt Damon. No, ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. <laughs> I don't think they would even do an MCU film, to be no, honest. Hands down, no. Because then Ben Affleck already had like a bad time shooting Batman. so. And he's coming back for the next one. The Flash? Yeah. Is it The Flash he's in? He's, I thought he was in something else. I think you're right, though. The Flash. I think it's The Flash, and then he's done. So, I guess we'll see. Now, For now, we'll just leave Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum for the, the thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It'll be an interesting one, because Fantastic Four does need to lead the franchise, or lead the MCU franchise for now, because that's the only way. Like, if you, We lost Iron Man and Captain America, as so a now and thor and gardens of the galaxy now so like there needs to be a new team up that leads this next phase yeah it has to be fantastic four has to be and x-men yep i agree so hopefully that brings us back to the mcu that's gonna be a tough decision too yeah maybe next time for (laughs) x-men yeah all right well that's it for 65 I've been Kevin. <laughs> I totally forgot we were talking about 65. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Derek. <laughs> like, subscribe, follow, share, just not this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but this episode for us, yes. This, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.